Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Happy, Happy New Year! <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, that didn't, that didn't, that didn't work. So, so here's the deal. So happy new year, everybody. Uh, it's your favorite co-host from 501 Crossroads and in true nonprofit format, I have went and purchased to the best bottom dollar, uh, noisemakers that make no noise. So these are the, the less than a dollar dollar store of noisemakers. Uh, yes. Because okay, when you go job. like this, you literally just get a little spinny thing, which could poke an eye out, yeah, but not necessarily make any noise. And yeah. I'm, I'm just done with it. I'm so I don't even want it anymore. So I'm going to say mind's eye does not approve of these because they could poke out eyes, but parents love them. Yeah, that's true. Parents <laughs> love them because they make no noise whatsoever. Did you have a good holiday? I did. I did too. I like it when New Year's Eve is on weekends. Well, I, I just like New Year's Eve for lots of reasons, usually because why not ones incorporate then with New Year's Eve. It and, does. It all goes together. Yes. And then sometimes I remember it and, you know, yeah. And so, you get your football. I, I do get my football. <laughs> my favorite, right? Do you make any New Year's resolutions? I made the same New Year's resolution that I've made for every year. I'm going to quit chewing my nails. So I'm not trying to say that you haven't accomplished that, but I've noticed your nails and yeah. it's just started. So you have some work to do. I mean, like every year, I'm going to do it. Well, you know, a lot of people <laughs> feel like the New Year signif you know, signifies this whole like new start mm -hmm. thing. It's a new start, fresh start, and time to get into good habits that are good for all of us. You know, in nonprofit, we've got a lot of bad habits. We do. I know. And we really don't take very good care of ourselves. No, so because we're taking care of everybody else. Well, yeah. So here we go. New year, new you. Let's talk about this. I've got someone awesome to help us ring in the new year, get us off to a great start. So in the studio, we have our guest, Dr. Jeanette Freed with Freed Family Fitness. Dr. Freed, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to blow my horn. Let's Ready? hear it. That's it. Happy oh, New Year. That was so obnoxious and loud. Don't blow that anymore. <laughs> so our listeners. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I will. Thank you for having me. First of all, Happy yeah, New Year. Happy New Year. 2018. So exciting. So um, I am a chiropractor. I'm not in practice. I've chosen a different life course after, and you guys know, I don't know if you ended up a nonprofit right away, but Sometimes think, usually by accident is where I, you end up with nonprofit, right? I think that sometimes by well, quote unquote accident, we end up in a lot of places in life. But, you know, I intended to be a chiropractor. I love helping people and became a mom and life sort of changed. You know, my priorities changed and um, the way that I wanted to be in business changed. And so I do now just do full-time nutrition and supplementation um, from home. And so I help people all over the country, really all over the world if you're military, and just help them with their eating habits, supplementation, um, anything I can help them with healthy-wise, I do. You know, I just love to give to people. But that's kind of where it all came from. And it all kind of started with losing myself almost in that healthy place that I was a chiropractor. Honestly, when I was in school and then having babies, I really lost control of my own health because I put everybody else first. Mm, and that sounds familiar, like nonprofit mm -hmm. management. Mm -hmm. a yeah, a lot, a lot of people do this. And especially, I, I would say, especially parents tend to get to this place sometimes. And I, I noticed I had gotten up to 245 pounds. I'm about five foot eight. And um, I realized one day that I was eating my children's leftover macaroni and cheese. 
And then thinking about, because, you know, you don't want to waste it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. Macaroni and cheese. Duh. Hello. Right. Cost $2. But right. Bo- well, right. did it cost $2? I mean, really, there was probably a coupon and I looked at it and thought, I probably paid 50 cents to a dollar for this and I'm eating the leftovers. So I'm worth less than a dollar is what I'm telling myself. Oh, right. Wow. So Way I had, to zing yourself back really, to reality. I had to, gra- I had to grab that because I was. I'd, I'd say I was grumpy, frumpy, and dumpy. What the way I was treating myself was reflecting in my life, yeah. and so um, I made some changes, and that was quite a long time ago now. But I've been doing this for five years, and I absolutely love it. And how much weight did you lose between the t- moment of the macaroni and cheese and uh, well, approximately today-ish? Well, I mean, over over that time, I can't exactly say the macaroni and cheese moment, but right? I would say about ninety-five pounds. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, and I see that too with a lot of our listeners because of nonprofit, because of what we do, we tend to make excuses. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you, that's one of the things you hit on with all the other responsibilities as a mom, mm-hmm. you know, going to school and all that. We, we say, well, we could justify this. So today, mm-hmm. great example. So today I was like, I'm not in the mood to cook and I'm kind of doing some stuff at work and no one else is really hanging around. So I'm just going to eat a thing of ramen noodles. Right. Right. And so Funny, I'm read. I'm eating this, and I decided I don't know why, but I look at the nutritional content. Which, by the way, if you've never done that, it's scary. Oh yeah, don't look. And that. no, yeah. you will you will <laughs> question every judgment of ramen noodles ever again. <laughs> but not only I looked at the calories, and it said first off there was two servings mm-hmm. in the one serving mm-hmm. container I was eating, and it's mm-hmm. made to be a one serving container. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, the calorie content isn't terrible. Like, not so good choice. I could have probably had something that's better balanced, but then I got to the sodium mm-hmm. and in one sit down, quick, quote unquote, quick meal, right? I had 80% of my sodium at one Oof. sitting. Right. And I started to think, and that's not counting anything else that I eat today, mm-hmm. which now I'm scared to death to eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> so those chips, those volunteers left on I, the counter are not for you. No, I know. <laughs> so I, I just kind of feel like, let's just be honest, right? Mm-hmm. Amongst, just amongst us and our listeners, I feel like it's a lot of work. It's a lot mm-hmm. of work to eat healthy. Am I, what am I missing? What am I missing about being healthy? And like, I, like I have to go like prepare food and bring it in and are there other things that I, am I overthinking this? Well, Dr. you really what? don't. And and so we can talk about that because okay. we all have to start somewhere. So I know that it's New Year's and everyone's, you know, throwing everything out of their pantry and everything's going right. to be green right now. Right. right. Like, right. It's going to be very dramatic. It's going to yeah. be 100%. Okay. Let's, it's got to be yeah. easier. There's got to be, be simple gentle things. With right? ourselves. I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest when I changed things for myself. I had to, number one, realize I wasn't going to eat what the people around me were eating mm-hmm. because my children were not going to eat what I was, I was just, because I think that's an excuse too, is my yeah. family won't eat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what, so you have to very rarely does my right. family eat what I eat anyway, because, mm-hmm. you know, one of them will decide that's not good enough for them at that moment. So <laughs> there are so many convenient foods right now, and I'm not saying it's the best answer, but I'm saying, where are you and where can you take a step forward? And you can go in pretty much any freezer section and they have individual packets of frozen vegetables for one person. Mm-hmm. They have individual packets of um, tuna packets. They have individual everything these days. Right. You know, even this is like. great for the single person, by the way. Well, right. well I mean, for and anybody. For, and yeah. for the one who says, I would eat healthier, mm-hmm. but my kids want chicken mm-hmm. nuggets and french fries. Right. Yeah. So, so that's what they, tater tots. And that's what that's I'm going to happen. Yeah. And so even my favorite is Target has little quinoa packets that are 90 second in the microwave and they're literally two servings. So look at what you just did there. Frozen veggies, maybe tuna or ch- chicken, whatever. So that's fast and easy, right? And then. 
um, some quinoa and you look, you have like something you would get at a, a restaurant or like a crazy bowls or something, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's a healthier option. So where can you take a step forward? I'm not saying that, you, you know what I mean? Like everyone's going to be at a different stage. Yeah. But from ramen noodles mm. to if you could just do something a little different, you're going to feel better. You really, truly are going to be a better everything, a better nonprofit. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more to give because you have taken care of you first. And because I think we use time as a as a crutch. Yeah. I don't have time. I don't right. have time to make something new. I don't have time to go shopping for something new. I don't have time to bring anything in the morning because I'm running out the door. I don't have time to eat breakfast. I don't have time to eat. I know this because this is actually things I say to myself, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so isn't a lot of it just kind of just making that first commitment of I'm not going to allow myself those types of excuses or right. I'm going to minimize at least, as you mentioned. Right. Or excuses. and even get an accountability partner, somebody that you can talk to. So in the morning. Marjorie, you'll be my accountability partner. Yeah. Will keep and you track have of to actually do it. <laughs> you know, and for some people, really, it is a matter of having the conversation. Okay. From the time you wake up till 10 a.m., can we do better? Oh, nice. And then, okay, now we've got that down. Can we go from 10 to 1? Can we do better? Mm-hmm. You know, so just taking it one step at a time, but staying committed to the process. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you give yourself the excuse yeah. or start getting off the schedule, you know, it takes 21 days to establish a habit. Yeah. Like, make breakfast a habit, you know, or, regardless. And, you know, I... I I, I love food. I think food is your best option, but I'm busy in the morning too. So I do usually use something prepackaged like a shake or something that I can make quickly yeah. and mm-hmm. chug it down. Otherwise, I'm not going to have breakfast. Well, what I hear too a lot about our nonprofit friends and family, as Marjorie hears the same thing, is that mm-hmm. we're behind our desk a lot. Mm-hmm. So much. And, yeah. And, <laughs> and I'd love to get up and move more now. And Marjorie, you a lot of times will get out and you're, you're in an environment here that you mm-hmm. kind of got a campus feeling so you can get some exercise. And you were mentioning yeah. that your group was doing that for a little while. And then we kind of fell off the bandwagon. Yeah. And then maybe we're going to get back on the bandwagon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, I, so one of the things that fascinates me is I've seen these, um, the desks that pop up so you can mm-hmm. stand and then you can. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about, you've seen these too. Cause I, I have see, one. Yeah. yeah you I have it. one. Uh-huh, in my so house. what is the, what is the true advantage besides the fact that now I'm standing and now I'm sitting. And so I've elevated myself. But- I just love it. I love to be able to move around and not mm-hmm. be, cause when you're sitting, you know, you became so stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so I sometimes like to work standing up and sometimes like to, is it know, a circulation issue? Yeah. I, well, for, I, I don't, I actually don't even know the answer to that. Yeah. I just like it. Like not everyone's going to have that option. Right. But do you need to stand up sometimes? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. By all means. And we did, we were going to mention desk or size, right? So we were going to talk about. Size. That sounds like a, a made up word. It, it probably is. <laughs> I like it. It's a, okay. It's a, it's a, we'll blow the horn Dr. for it. Here, here we go. <laughs> oh, okay. hey, yeah. Down the horn. <laughs> we can't take that kind of loud noise in here. So it's so easy to get into a groove of your day where you are just 100% into your computer work or your paperwork mm-hmm. or whatever. And you don't move for how many hours? I mean. Many. Many, many, many hours. 10, 12. Yes. Marjorie, we have to get you out of here more. I know. Do you do you <laughs> notice though that at around maybe two o'clock you're starting mm-hmm. to slump? You're starting to reach for some kind of carbohydrate packaged item because you need energy. You know. Are you sure you don't work in nonprofit? This sounds <laughs> like you have got us all bugged. Yes. Yeah. So you're you're trying to you're trying to fake energy because you haven't been able to move. You have, you are going to be that much more efficient if you just get up every now and then and set a timer, even if it's just. A few, like two minutes every hour, stand up, do a couple squats. I know it's weird. I know people are around. I get it. You know, do some wall push-ups. It doesn't, you have to, don't have to get on the ground, but you certainly can, across, you know, across, against the wall and keep it simple. I, there's a lot of I can't in exercise too. So there's, 
I can't get to the gym. I can't, I don't have time for that. Whatever that is for you. And okay, so what can you do? Mm, You know, stop saying can't Mm -hmm. and start saying can. And even when, like, again, when I first started doing my my changing, I was saying the same thing to someone that was helping me because I had three little ones at home, had no idea how to get out of the house, like (laughs) did (laughs) did not know how to do that. And she literally said to me, listen, until you can get up and do 50 push ups and 50 sit ups without a struggle, you don't need to go anywhere. That is a full body workout. Add in some squats. You can do that in the morning. Do 10 of each. It's more than what you're doing right now. Let's just be honest. That's, that's, that's fair. So if you do a morning and night, you know, and work up to 50 and, and you are not getting in your bed until you have done some push-ups, some sit-ups, some squats, you're going to be better off than you are right now. I love that idea of like starting with a little bit because I, I run into so many people that say, well, you know, I used to be able to walk three miles at a time and, you know, I can't do that anymore. So I guess I'm not going to do it. Right. And, you know, I love the idea of like, let's just do 50 of something. Something. 10 right. minutes. Ten. Mm-hmm. Everybody has 10 minutes. Right. You waste 10 minutes scrolling Facebook and social media. <laughs> you can by all means move That's your body. That's true because, you know, I think technology has zapped our free time and we mm-hmm. claim we have no free time. I'm mm-hmm. a biggest culprit, right? Mm-hmm. But yet I'm on Facebook an hour and a half a day on average. And mm-hmm. so if I have time for that. Mm-hmm. I have time to be able to do other things. And I so. promise you are not missing anything. Yes, I I'm know. not. I mean, I, I love social media just like everybody else, but it's, there's a use for it. And when it's take, it's robbing you of you, Yeah, mm-hmm. it's time to prioritize. So let's have a real conversation about a very simple concept. Okay. It's called water. Yes. So <laughs> this whole show, actually, us reaching out to you and talking about starting this as, as this show for this year started because I saw something on Facebook and I cringed when I read it. A, because it was so relatable. And B, I thought, how bad have we gotten a nonprofit that we have to say this to each other? So there was a post that was about like, let's let's just be real with each other. Like, mm-hmm. what are some tough talk things that we need to say to each other as other people in nonprofit? Mm-hmm. And people were saying, you know, things like you budget for a reason, stick to your budget. And, uh, you know, there's other people that mm-hmm. were saying that, oh, you know, when it comes to nonprofit, remember that, you know, it, the going gets tough, the tough get going. Like there were these great motivational right. pieces. And then out of nowhere, someone dropped it. And I wish I could remember who it was. I give them credit, uh, especially if they're a listener. It said, your urine is not supposed to look that color. For lo- God's sake, please drink some water. Oh, my God. And I laughed. And then I went, oh, <laughs> like that Ouch. makes that makes a lot of sense. Ouch. If, we, if, if one person feels that way mm-hmm. and we all can probably relate to a time where we've went, I haven't drank a lot of water today, mm-hmm. right? So that's what made me start thinking about the little things we can do just mm. by adding water oh, yeah. to our yeah. diet. What is the big, I mean, I know it's like this whole like great element, right? But <laughs> what can it really do? Like, does it, is it an energy? Is it a balancer? Is it a... Oh, all of it. All of the above. Water is all of the above. Your body is 70% water. And if you're not rehydrating, I mean, and I'm a self-proclaimed huge nerd. So sometimes I talk in biochemistry and I'll try not to do that here. But <laughs> even just think about your brain, right? If it's fully hydrated, it's right where it's supposed to be in your skull. But if it's dehydrating, what's happening? It's pulling away from your skull. Mm. You know, I mean, it sounds crazy to say that, but it's accurate, right? Think of yeah. something shrinking. 
well, do you get headaches? I mean, oh, you know I bet what I'm we saying? just had a bunch of listeners that yeah. just had the light bulbs go off like I'm I did. Not, I'm not going to diagnose you. I'm not making any of those claims, <laughs> but you have to consider that it's 90% or 70% of your body is water. So your joints need water. Your metabolism needs water. So how do we sneak it in? What are some tips? Oh, where, well, where do you first see of all, the, the whole idea of you just sitting at your computer, you probably are dehydrating on purpose because you don't even give yourself time to go to the bathroom. So, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. So when you're dehydrating, yeah. you don't have to take the potty break. Okay. Well, you <laughs> need to put it in front of you. Now there are. And different- why do we feel like that's such a good thing? We're like, I haven't went to the bathroom since I left the house today. Right. Like There's- we feel like that's a, should be a reward. <laughs> there is no merit badge, by the way, for not peeing at work. No, like- <laughs> There's no award for that. And you could even be doing lunches down to the bathroom and oh my goodness, all the way back. Look, you got your desk size. Oh, look at so, that. Really just be the weirdos. The people will follow. It's fine. Um, but there's <laughs> not two- all the way to the bathroom though. I hope. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, you'd have a whole chain Depends of. on your work culture. <laughs> chain of lunches. Um, and then the, you know, potty squats. I don't know. Let's be ri- ridiculous now. That's no, hilarious. but, um, there are a couple numbers out there. Sometimes you'll see drink eight. Eight ounce classes a day. Yeah, how you know? in the world do they do that? Okay, so that's the lower of the few numbers. So I don't want to. I'm thinking if you get an IV, bubble. maybe. I yeah. Can well, you in. have to. Yeah. You know, even I'll when do you do your IV, Marjorie, you do mine. Okay, uh, okay. you're gonna regret. So it. I'll, I'll do yours first. <laughs> <laughs> you're frightening me a little. So here's what I need you to do first. Okay. So here's what you two girls are gonna do, and anybody listening, you're gonna take an assess- assessment of where you are right now. Mm-hmm. So measure your water for the day. Like put it, get a milk. Does it count if it goes through coffee beans? Um, let's not. Oh. Does it count uh, if it has grapes in it? Like, you're you know, like me. old grapes. I'm dying slowly. <laughs> uh. So just drink time, Marjorie. How, so much, how much water up. do you think you drink a day? Um, it really depends. Like I'm, I do a really good job if I'm, if I'm on like um, a mission to drink water and I've got my water bottle. I'm right. really good about filling it up. If that water bottle gets dirty for some reason, <laughs> this is really dumb. Like, I don't want to deal with it. it. You just won't. Drink I just it. don't drink water. It's really dumb. So, terrible confession time. So, I suspect yeah. that beyond just brushing my teeth and rinsing out my mm-hmm. mouth and maybe like some of that water that I have that's not filtered through a coffee bean, mm-hmm. I would say less than eight ounces oh, girl. a day, which yes. is probably why. Um, my light bulb went off on my headaches. Let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> well, it could be really in a lot of things. And I don't drink really soda a lot. Well, just, you don't. I just, just don't coffee. drink a lot right. in general. Like, I well, we won't go there from the <laughs> other part of it. But <laughs> right. I mean, during the day, I'll I'll go four, six, sometimes eight hours, never put a single thing in my mouth, mm. except for like my coffee in the morning. And I get home and I'm like. Ooh, a badge of honor. Like I didn't eat or drink it. Like I didn't realize afterwards it's terribly unhealthy. Well, and then um, put your ramen noodle sodium on top of it. Oh, yeah. The 80% mm. of my sodium. There was some liquid Natalie, in there. we're having a hard time. Natalie's so, still walking, folks. It is amazing. You're I amazing. Freak now, of nature. He, here's what I'm going to say to you, though, just to be completely real. If you have no complaints and you don't have to air them here, you know, let's just take baby steps forward. Okay. Some people are going to say they don't like the taste of water because... Mm, I hear that a lot. Well, <laughs> and I was just having this conversation with my daughter on the way here. But depending on what you put in your body, your body pH will change. So mm. if, especially, you know, people say they don't like vegetables either. Well, if you're not eating them, then your okay. body's more acidic and right. you're going to crave more acidic things and all the junky things are acidic. Mm. So you do want to go towards the alkaline side of things and water's going to neutralize that. Your taste will change. You know, you've got to take those steps forward, just like we talked about. But starting with get up in the morning and with your with your teeth brush, drink eight ounces. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Just throw a cup. In you there know, and do toss it, it back. Mm-hmm. You could chug that quickly. You know, um, making sure you do it maybe before every single meal. Mm-hmm. Taking eight ounces. Eight ounces is not a lot of. It's not a lot. You could. 
you very it's easily. A small cup, right? Right, very small. So you can drink it quickly. Just before you take any snack in, think water first, you know, just to start getting it in. Nice. And then a lot of people will carry around like a big milk jug, you know, mm-hmm. and fill it in the beginning of the day and then have like, you know, milk jugs. Out. Look, nonprofits, we could afford that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can, mark, you can mark your ounces on the side. If you mm-hmm. fill it in the morning and you pour your water from it all day, you'll know where you're at. Ooh. Right? So for those of us who are really into data, this could turn to a fun project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, I'll give data. you the, I'll give you the other number that you <laughs> won't like. Um, so far, I than... would kick you out of the studio <laughs> like when you started. But go ahead. It's higher than the eight, eight ounces. What so there's that? a lot of studies and a lot of research that indicates that your best water intake is this. So if you divide your weight in half, that number of ounces of water a day. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we have just determined that Natalie is not going to ever be healthy, ever. But <laughs> It doesn't mean but, you're not healthy. But I can start somewhere. You have to start somewhere, I right? Could, I could drink water while I'm brushing my teeth because I'm already doing the... You know what else I'm singing, too? So I, we, t- we tease about this a lot, but I do enjoy a glass of wine at dinner. Mm-hmm. And sometimes more than one. Just, you know, it depends on if the day ends and why. So I'm thinking that if I... Maybe between the glasses, if I rinsed it out and drank a glass of water in my wine glass, making me psychologically think I was drinking wine, but <laughs> yeah. then that would be more wine than I was getting it before. Like those are little steps, right? Whatever works, whatever works. And I, you know, the other thing I think maybe you should do is sit down and be honest with yourself on what you want to do with your health and oh. some, maybe some symptoms and rate them zero to 10. So headaches, Probably. zero to 10. And then, and then week one, do four eight ounce water, waters a day. Just for Natalie, because she's mm-hmm. special. Thanks. And <laughs> I'm at the end, you finally recognize that, by the way. The rest of our audience is still catching up. Well, at the end of the week, go ahead and rank your symptoms again that oh. you are personally and see if now, it's see, that's something I like because I like data and you know yeah. this about oh, yeah. Marjorie. I'm a huge data junkie. Yeah. I love analyzing things. Right. That would be fun for and me. And you could even give it to her and say, here, keep my number so that I can't really, you know, because you won't, you might not remember like, oh, what numbers you gave it. Week, yeah. yeah. This week so I, you can't what lie I to really need as a listener who has a kid that was doing a science project yeah. and they need me as a, as a culprit, you call me, uh, hit me up on Facebook science and I will Science project called Natalie. That's right. Yeah. So the other thing, Marjorie, okay. that you and I love to do is nap and I sleep. Do and, love my sleep. Uh-huh. And we don't get enough of it. Uh-huh. No. My CPAP reminds me of that. I, I have one of those. I love it. Um, but it also tells me how many hours I, I had it on and slept and, uh, some days I, I get really sad when I wake up and see that number. So oh. what can we do to get some more sleep? Or do we need sleep? Maybe we can just tell us we don't need it. I, what, it wasn't with crazy <laughs> people telling me that they only need like three hours of sleep to feel perfectly refreshed. And I want to punch them in the throat because I've only had eight too. hours of sleep. <laughs> I've never heard that. Um, well, part of, part of you it's taking fun. care it's of yourself during the daytime is going to reflect in your sleep. So a lot of your nutritional choices and these things that we're talking about will affect the quality of your sleep. Oh, so, so it's a ripple effect. It's kind of a ripple effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to get into that REM sleep. You want to rest. You want to be able to do those things, but you also have to prioritize it. So for you, you know, you just mm. said the CPAP machine kind of, some people are tosses. You might have so much on your mind, you know, mm-hmm. because you guys have lists and lists and lists of things you're going to do today, tomorrow the next day the day right. after that and it's somehow you're going to have to learn to relax put it down maybe take some time for you mm-hmm. i know there's mm-hmm. it's crazy to say another 10 minutes of maybe quiet meditation <laughs> time but there's a lot to be said about just resting your mind and getting that sleep it is important it is because how 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 great do you feel the next day if you've gotten not enough sleep and how much are you giving to others as opposed to the times that you are taking care of yourself. Yeah. 
So sleep is a big deal. It really is fair. Yeah. And, you know, I used to always think that I couldn't meditate. Like I would, Mm -hmm. people say, oh, I love meditation. I'm like, my brain won't stop. I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't do that. And so again, it's the can'ts, right? We Mm -hmm. pull it up. So finally I had a friend of mine who was very good at this skill and uh, has honed it very well. And I said, I just don't think I'm built for it. And she said, well, I think what you're expecting is to sit there in total science with your brain the very first time for 30 minutes solid and go, bam, nailed it. Check it off your list and go. Hilarious. She knows me well. And she said, what you need to be is mindful. Mm-hmm. And she explained to me more about just being aware and and going for five minutes. Right. And it kind of goes back to your just do your little steps. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So she said, for five minutes, can you sit there and allow yourself if you drift off? Bring yourself back. If you right. drift off, bring it. Don't don't punish yourself and say I can't do this. And once you can get through five minutes, then ask yourself, can I set the timer for seven minutes? Can mm-hmm. I set it for nine minutes? Mm-hmm. And uh, I've gotten to the point now where I can do ten to fifteen minute mindful pauses, and especially times when there is a gala around the corner, mm-hmm. or an annual appeal that we're <laughs> doing, or the spring fling that we're putting together. That my brain's like, oh, and I have to make sure I tell the MC this. <laughs> And I'm tempted to open my eyes and go over and like write this down and such. And I'm just like, it's okay. It's okay. My mind's just, I just need to come back to where I'm at. And it really does help me sleep better. That's what I was going to ask. Does it help you sleep better? Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. So I've actually, I I actually found a podcast I really like that's a meditation podcast. It is faith-based, but that's my preference. And it's called Cultivate Connection. But I, I put it in my ears and... Sometimes I will just fall asleep listening to it, but it's okay because you're still looking at something and thinking about something that's maybe even beyond you or even, you know, you guys know the power of affirmations and positive thinking. I know you know this and Mm -hmm. we don't do it enough, really. Mm -hmm. And if you could just focus on that one thing, abundance or healthy living or good choices or rejuvenating your body, I am, I am currently rejuvenating my body. Mm -hmm. Why not? You know, keep repeating that to yourself. We do make brand new cells for every single organ in our body. Mm-hmm. I think it's every four months or something. It's crazy. You could, oh, wow. in, in that amount of time, you could really replace everything with different healthy cells. Why not? Oh. So something to meditate on. Yeah. In the new year. <laughs> I love that. I do too. We got to make these baby steps to get started. I, I think agree. that's the big thing. Well, and you hear so. a story. It's not going to happen tomorrow. You hear a story like, like Dr. Freed's about, mm-hmm. I was, I was here with the macaroni and cheese. I made a lifestyle decision. I did baby steps. Look at this, what I've accomplished, you know, with my mm-hmm. weight loss and my healthy lifestyle. And mm-hmm. it becomes a big change and it can be a little intimidating mm-hmm. for those of us who are starting because we think, wow, look at all. I want to do something like that. And then the first time we <laughs> trip and mm-hmm. slip up and dare I say fail, because that's sometimes how we internalize these mm-hmm. things. We think, well, I just can't, and they can't start taking over. Well, obviously I can't do it. And that was her and she's a one-off and it's just not going to happen for me. And I can hear some of our listeners actually probably saying these types of things. Damn, like you people are oh, crazy. It was not right. easy. It was not easy. And, and, I, and I did all those things. same things. All those, it was not overnight. It was, a, and I did slip back and then I would come back again. You know, you have mm-hmm. to, it's all those um, checks and balances. You have to decide you want it no matter what, you know, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a fitness guru. I'm married to one, but I don't listen to anything he says. God love him. No, I, I do sometimes, but he's great at the fitness part. And I'm very happy with my very simple, basic movements. Like I don't have to go kill it in the gym. I'm, I just don't, I'm not that kind of person yet. Maybe, maybe I will be. People say I will be, but I'm not yet. So, so it really does for me come down to, what one at one point somebody said you can't outrun your fork you can't mm-hmm. 
Mm. And I wanted to believe I if like I went to the gym all, an hour a day, I could do make some errors in my food choices. Well, 90% of your body is coming from your food choices. So I had to say, okay, yes, exercise helps. Of course mm. it does. It helps your body. It helps you be stronger. It helps your heart. It helps all of your organs. But the food choices, oh, my word, that is going to be where so much of where you maybe i just need a weighted fork so then i can lift Ooh, weights yeah. with this Ooh. side while i'm eating and then lift weights with this side we'll get you a shake weight that, fork. there we go <laughs> that'd be great and the food just kind of goes all over the place and, it, and i think there's this odd misconception that well you exercise because you want to lose weight right but exercise is so, so much bigger than that right so much bigger than that like movement of your body you, you know your lymphs see again nerdy stuff okay so your your body moves blood through it. We have pumps for that. But the lymph system that gets rid of toxins that helps us, you know, really get rid of some bad cells in our body, we get rid of it through the lymph system. That doesn't have a pump. And when we can move our body, we can start moving that stuff through and we're going to start feeling better because of it. But not to mention just even like muscle strength. I mean, do you want to have muscle tone when you're 60 years old? Do you want to be able to get around without a walker? I mean, it really Mm -hmm. does matter. And so we start to lose muscle tone as we get older. So we kind of have to work hard to keep it. We have to try to um, keep our heart healthy. You know, all of that is movement. I mean, remember, like, we were not built, these human bodies were not built to sit behind desks. Right. Mm-hmm. We were built to farm. <laughs> I mean, it sounds stupid, but we that's really, we were built for activity and that's how we thrive. Well, so, and wouldn't it be nice as nonprofit if we were able to prepare for a big event and we weren't winded after carrying oh, things yeah. in and out, like all those auction <laughs> items that we love yeah. the donors so for and they make us a lot of money, but... Have you ever carried through four wine baskets and realized how out of shape you are? It's been a while because I don't carry wine baskets anymore. I have people for that. Oh. <laughs> See, oh. I, I like the wine baskets. They just end up, a lot of them, they're like always is one missing. And where's oh. Natalie? She's, I don't know. There was a wine basket. She's got it. I'm not sure what happened to it. Natalie. <laughs> she's, she's stuck in a car somewhere. <laughs> Oh, gosh, this has been so much fun. Um, I would love to do a wrap up uh, mm-hmm. for some true confessions, okay. because I think in order for all of us to move forward, we have to first realize, like, what is our big, uh, our, our healthy weakness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that one habit that we have that maybe isn't so healthy that not saying that we're committing to on the air that we're going to change, but let's just recognize it. And kind of like that post where, you know, they had called right. each other out. What is that one thing you're still doing that makes other people maybe feel normal because they're having that same kind of challenge of staying healthy. Uh, Dr. Freed, any, anything you'd like to confess? Uh, Well, my first thought is really, I probably do the same thing you guys do. I prioritize um, other things over myself. So I will take an entire day of working or helping other people instead of taking that 10 minute break. I just won't move my body. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's silly. It's ridiculously silly that I won't get up and do that. So, and and really on the go too, you know, it takes a lot to not go through a drive-through. It just does. It's so convenient. It's so So convenient (laughs) and it's so not worth it. And it it smells delish. We have a, we have a, we have a local, uh, workout facility here, uh, in the area and there's a Mexican restaurant right next to it. And I swear, I feel like every time that I come out of that facility for something, it's like they're just taking all of the deliciousness and putting it into the air as if to say, you've wasted your time. Come see us. We will bring you to the dark side of Mexican food. It's so not right. I don't, I don't think it's fair. It's just not worth it. Right. So, so it, it really does rob me of the energy that I need to keep up with everything I need to keep up with. It yeah. really does. I'll, I'll notice the next day. And that, But this is years later. Remember, like mm-hmm. that was... When I was 245 pounds, my son is now eight and that's 
when I was at my heaviest. So my youngest is three, but still I was much heavier than the second than the third. And it took a long time. Right. But breaking those habits, you won't want it any I promise it's so weird, but you won't even want it anymore. Marjorie, what about you? What's one habit that you're what is one habit that I have uh, had trouble with besides like, your nails, like, besides my nails, which you know we won't talk about that here today, <laughs> um, is I when I'm at the grocery store, I tend to I have my list, but then I put all these other things in my basket that you know may not be good for me. Hmm. And you know what I've figured out lately? What's that? Grocery delivery. Mm. Oh, so, so you're not tempted. Thing. No, it's I go online. It's I, I buy the things that are on my list. I hit order. And so not only am I saving time, I don't have to deal with the grocery store, but I'm only buying the things that are on my list. Mm -hmm. That's good. Because so if I could max helped. out my credit card at one location, I got to tell you, the grocery store, oh, yeah. it would mm -hmm. be one of my favorite places to do. Yeah. They make the packaging so doggone attractive. Oh, yeah. It's so pretty. And there's so many things. And oh, well, while I'm here, well, I should get that thing, too, because what's right next to it? And they must go together. Right. And it's no good. It's yeah. Good, so grocery delivery. Yeah, coffee is probably my biggest vice, as many of you mm. know, and I've kind of shared on that. So I, I have done some work. I was up to about a pot and a half a day, mm. um, which for those of you who haven't looked at a pot of coffee, that's uh, 12 cups per their version of cups, not 12 of my coffee cups, right? <laughs> um, so one of the things I've done is uh, I've made my coffee cup smaller mm -hmm. because it forces me okay. to get up and move. So even though I'm moving not towards water, but towards coffee, it does me make me have those breaks as opposed to sitting there with... 22 ounces and chugging it and oh, having nice. a good time. So by doing that, I'm finding that I'm slowing down. I'm not drinking as much. So now I'm up to at the most two of my coffee cups a day, which would probably be equivalent to seven or eight ounces total. That's not bad. Not, not near as bad. Mm -hmm. So it's picked, but it's taking me almost five years mm -hmm, to get wow. to that point. Um, so it really rings true to me when you talk about the, the little steps, mm -hmm. it's the mm -hmm. little things that you realize, well, what could I do instead? And uh -huh. uh, so now I brought a, I realized that I don't like drinking water out of a bottle. Uh -huh. I don't know why it just bothers me. So if I like drinking out of a cup, um, I'll bring a cup. So I have uh -huh. my cup and it changes colors when I put cold water in it. So it's, <laughs> I have shiny thing syndrome. So it's like my little reward. And then if I look and it's sadly not changed colors anymore, I know that it's not cold anymore, yeah. which means I have to drink it so I can get, make it to change colors again. <laughs> uh, so it's little things that I'm I'm trying to add, but I need to do better at the the water for sure. So uh -huh. I'm hoping that I haven't really made my New Year's resolution yet. I've been thinking about what I might want to do, and uh, Dr. Freed, you may have just inspired me to put a water cup at my desk. So, Ooh. yeah. I, well, I see. I said milk jug earlier, but asked, after hearing all of your conversations about wine bottles, maybe you need an empty wine bottle for your water. Oh, don't oh, don't tease me. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have those cool little sip things, right? Yeah. That are, but then I'd have to pour it. I don't. Well, maybe I just need a wine glass. You know, they have those travel wine glasses. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what I need for my water cup. That's what you need. That'll be mm. great. <laughs> and I'm getting ideas for after Christmas shopping. You can do all of these things. And I so like that it. next year in 2019, that's, that's right. We will not have the same resolutions. Well, and hopefully by then I'll have, I'll have these oh, little things. Oh, them again. That, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know. I'm so sorry sad. for our listeners. That's so loud. <laughs> Maybe so, I'll be able to afford real ones, but so until amazing. then, we'll still use our nonprofit. Thank you so much, yes. Dr. Free, for, for being me. here. So one of the things I think uh, is the hardest whenever you're trying to start a new habit is mm -hmm. getting that support. So mm. if our listeners are hearing this and they're like, I just need someone to 
walk me through or talk me through or maybe an individualized conversation, how can they reach you and get a hold of you, touch base with you, follow you, stalk you, whatever any, that looks like? Any way they want to, really. They can find me on Facebook for sure. That's mm-hmm. my I hang out there, but it's just my personal account, but I answer it anyway. So you can be my friend. I have no problem making new friends. Mm-hmm. So send me a message there or you can always email me. My email is healthbymom, H-E-A-L-T-H-B-Y-M-O-M at gmail.com. I think those are two really good ways. I, I do answer on mm-hmm. other social media platforms, but... I really live on Facebook for the time being. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Happy New New Year. Year. And thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.